You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the Cooligans, stupid. Yo, welcome to another episode of the Cooligans World Cup Daily. We just finished watching... England lose to France. And you know what? Harry Kane said on his second goal he was going to lift his shirt. It had a message on it. And that message was, today's episode is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. How cool of him, man. Just a, He's always on board with the marketing campaigns that we have. Bro, why is he so supportive of us, bro? Shouts to France for destroying those Colin, I, I mean, they were too, but still. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, what our comments would have looked like had England won the World Cup? Um, yeah, I guess they would have uh, looked a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit extra English. A, a yeah, couple yeah. more, a couple more mates, a couple, couple more grubs, grubs in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, couple mums yeah. instead of yep, moms. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> yes. Uh. Uh, a big day in uh, the, the the second round of quarterfinal matches uh, to discuss. Welcome to the show. This is the Cooligans World Cup Daily. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. It's the Cooligans, buddy. There, there it is. Okay, so uh, and just a reminder real quick. I just want to make sure, uh, you know, uh, maybe people listening to this that ha- haven't heard our uh, episode about Grant Wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, please go back and listen to that. Uh, we shared our thoughts uh, and it was a very you know, emotionally uh, challenging episode to get through. But if, if that's something that you uh, want to hear about, feel free uh, to do that. But obviously, we uh, are, are discussing the, uh, the quarterfinal matches uh, today. Okay. The, we have to start with Morocco and Portugal first. Yeah. And right? by the way, real quick, before you do that, uh, you may not have heard us mention it in yesterday's episode because, unfortunately, we found out shortly after we recorded. So right, right, right. just in case you guys go back and listen to the old, old episode expecting to hear about it, you're not going to get that because uh, we found out about it literally as we stopped recording uh, and it was a rough day um, or a rough night after that. But yes, uh, Portugal versus Morocco, uh, your your initial thoughts, because I feel like both teams played how we expected them to play. Also, you, you just said Morocco like in Spanish. Morocco. But, yeah. <laughs> which is not. I know it's not. Is, I just gave it a little <laughs> accent. Okay, you just add a little, add a little sasson. I added a little, little, I opened up the, uh, the, uh, the packet. <laughs> I added a little in there. Okay, and you got, and then you have instant soup. Okay, <laughs> That's what you yo, soup at your house sucks, dude. So, um, is this sasson tea? Mm. <laughs> Morocco did defeat Portugal one nil, and uh, I mean the, the, the goal, uh, the goal line, or uh, you know the score line. Is not as uh, probably impressive as the the possession stats uh, because are you telling us is, or Dana White? 
Who are you telling? <laughs> Dana White. I love like I look, he's my go-to for all footballing opinions. I don't know. Most people you. don't know this. He was the original co-host. It was gonna be Dana White and Christian Polanco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Dana said no. <laughs> um the possession stats were uh what what uh oh wait, where are the possession stats? Why am I not seeing it here? Uh I mean, does it even matter, dude? I mean, it was, it was, a, they were, pre- okay, here it is. Uh, 73% uh, percent for Portugal to 27% for uh, Morocco. Morocco did. But the important they, thing is the XG. Morocco has a 1.4%. I mean, 1.4 uh, XG. Uh, 0.92, which isn't bad, but still Portugal, bro. Yeah. So look, I mean, and that probably had a lot to do with towards the end of the game. Uh, Portugal sending numbers up. Uh, and, and, you know, there were a couple counters from uh, Morocco and, you know, they so that, that probably inflated that number a little bit. But not, nonetheless, they played a spectacular game. Morocco's doing what they normally do. Um, who is the I got to give uh, credit to the Bono, the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper was good, but the center back. Oh, the tall, center back is made a name for himself. Tall, that tall, lanky dude. Yamik. Uh, Yamik. Is it is it Yamik or mm. or Sa- or Saiz? No, yeah, Yamik. Yamik, bro, this dude just was everywhere, bro. He, the the spirit of the Arab world was carrying this man around because <laughs> he played completely out of his skin. But what I love about him, he plays at uh, Real Valladolid. People were like, we don't even, we've never heard of this man. And this just goes to show he plays for a good team in Spain. (laughs) (laughs) That's that tends to happen when, you know, I think there's uh, the last probably decade. There's been a lot more Premier League favoritism or bias. I mean, the the, the league is the most popular in the world. We all know that. Uh, So there's a lot of dudes that maybe fly under the radar. And then we really only pay attention to them at, at, at World Cups. I mean, even La Liga, I'll watch. I probably consume about. Honestly, if I if I consume more than ten La Liga matches a season, that's that's like a lot for me. So, yeah, I mean, maybe I watch more Real Madrid or Barcelona games because that's what you know gets promoted more. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm not watching uh, Real Valladolid versus Betis. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah, you have it. It feels like a tongue twister just getting it yeah, out. Yeah, right? I'm not gonna uh, Real Sociedad. <laughs> which which Real am I watching right now? <laughs> so the um but Morocco played I thought they played just a, a, an incredible game. They 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 were so uh composed even uh, um the the uh, uh Bonu I believe is is the way it was being pronounced on on the broadcast Derek Ray was pronouncing. Shout out to Derek Ray by the way. Derek Ray Ray one of the few English announcers that not only does he make sure he's he pronounces a player's name correctly but he pronounces it in their native tongue. Yeah. You know what? Right? I guarantee you he don't say Miguel Almiron. Uh, exactly. Okay. Thank you, Derek Ray. Or he he can say Martinez. He can do it. Yeah, all right? Yeah, so the yeah. British are capable. Roberto <laughs> Martinez, not Roberto <laughs> Martinez. Yeah, yeah. You're doing it on purpose, England. Yeah, because even because Derek Ray will be like, Gosao uh, Ramos. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, Derek. <laughs> bro, this, you know what happened when he was young? His mother opened up a packet of adobo and put just a little bit on his tongue. <laughs> and it just changed. It changed wow. the way the tongue works. <laughs> you know? That's she was what, making yeah. soup. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's how you become quite the linguist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But a little bit on the hips, too. It's how you, you got to dance at your wedding. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. All right. Well, can we, I want to see Derek Ray Gritty. I'm sure he's capable. <laughs> bro. Derek Grady, bro. <laughs> Gritty, bro. So, um, but the, the center back was incredible. There was just so many um, just clearances, so many. Uh, he's also pretty tall, but he was just everywhere. He, he didn't make a mistake. Be. I think he had like 90% pass accuracy too. Like he got it out of the way when he needed to, Dude. you know what I mean? And um, but the, the big story that we're going to have here, one is Morocco played exactly how they were supposed to play. They're a wildly defensive team, but they do it extremely well. It's boring type of football. <laughs> it's a, you know, uh, what cynical football, as a lot of people will call it. It's route one. But damn, it works, dude. It, it works. works. That goal from uh, El Nesri Nesri um, was my man got up, bro. And Bro. he had another one a little bit before that, that uh, uh, another chance. But the uh, like, even it, who was uh, uh, who's the goalkeeper? Costa, uh, Costa. Diego Costa. He, um, you could tell. I, I'm like trying to think. Did he misplay? Like he obviously misplayed it. Um, but he, it looked like he jumped way too late. Like he just reacted to it way too well, late. Well, you look at, at El. What is it? Nasri, 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 Nasri. Yeah, and Nasri. Nasri. Uh, you look at him and you think, he ain't getting up there. I ain't got to go all the way up. I got this hand right here. You know what yeah. I mean? And the dude, I heard when he jumped, yeah, bro. I, he, when he got the, the the point of contact with the ball, he's above the keeper's hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, he wasn't even close. He just completely, just like, just a a, a poorly timed attempt to go to the, for the ball. He should have just obviously left it alone and probably could have made a, made a stop who knows but the it looked really it looked like really poor goalkeeping for a second even though uh, I still think Morocco deserved to win and remember I said yesterday I said who was going to win I said Morocco I think I can actually I said they might win in penalties but they they got it done even sooner um, I also I mean look uh, one of the most vicious counterattacks in the World Cup uh you, the reason they play this sort of boring style is because Dude, when they get on their counter, when they get on a horse, bro, they get into a sixth, seventh, eighth gear, bro. It is a completely different animal. It is impressive to watch, and it keeps you on your toes uh, or certainly on your heels if you're uh, a defender for Portugal. But the conversation we need to have, and this is what everyone will be talking about tomorrow, and I know that this is what Ronaldo is already texting uh, his friend <laughs> Pierce Morgan, is should Ronaldo have started this game? Hell No. No, he, he, he even though the game changed when he came in, it settled back down. Well, they they had um, him and, and Gonzalo Ramos uh, on at the same time. And I, I thought, especially after the game he had, um, uh, um, Gonzalo Ramos, Ramos' last game, you, you sort of thought we were going to see more of the same. And he got shut down. I mean, they, yeah. he really didn't do much of anything. I thought Joao this Felix... Is, this is the best defensive team in the World Cup. I mean... Right. Joao Felix had um, a, a couple uh, really good chances. They just, you know, uh, and Pepe had the probably the best chance of the game towards that the header end. that just went wide was insane. and that went wide. So look, the, and and you, so you expect that you expect they're gonna get a bunch of chances. You're gonna have to put them away. You saw uh, uh, Pepe missed, uh, you know, missed that chance, and you saw the defender. I forgot who it was, but gave him a kiss on the uh, on the head. 
Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so beautiful moment. I mean, so you just M- Morocco has, uh, you know, n- and not only now they are the um, they, were they the first African team to make it to the quarterfinal? They are the first uh, African team to go to the semifinal. OK, OK. So now that they're th- that they're there, um, it, it is it, I mean, it, it's, it's such a bigger story. And you see the the level of support. Um, Qataris are rooting for them. You know, every other Arab, a- a- North Africa, African country. All, all of Africa. All Africa. Gonna, yeah, I went, Let's I not went say to... all Africa, because we all know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I will say, it seems like the Arab world in particular is behind him. And AFCON has been sending some, like, very positive messages to suggest that all of Africa is rooting for them, which is a beautiful thing. You want to see... I want to see I, an African team get to at least yeah, to the I went, final. I went to the pharmacy earlier uh, today, and uh, the pharmacist, I, I he's... He's, I think Egyptian. I'm not. I, I don't know where he's from, but he's Middle, Middle Eastern. But uh, first thing he knows, uh, you know, I, I like soccer and stuff. And he was like, "Oh, did you see African country in the?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, it's beautiful. <laughs> he was just like so into it. If it was uh, a World Cup, ask an Egyptian what they think of a Moroccan. <laughs> <laughs> they put all the. There's no borders yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ain't worried about all that right now. <laughs> but I think it is filling, um, uh, you know, the the Africans with a lot of uh, pride because we don't usually get to see this. Uh, it's a beautiful you know, thing. There, there's so much um, either if, if it's underfunding or corruption or whatever that doesn't really allow a lot of these uh, African countries to really thrive. Um, so this is like sort of going against the the the, the grain, the narrative that we normally uh, see. So uh, I, I think it's just absolutely incredible from Morocco. They they really they, you got to play with a grit and heart that is just unreal to stop you know some of the the the, the teams that you're facing i mean they they really didn't let uh portugal do much of anything they were always there and then and and i i know we're going to talk about the the ronaldo and blah 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 because that makes the headlines but the captain amrabat sofian Amrabat, this mm-hmm. dude is a beast, bro. bro. He's the Tyler Adams of Morocco, bro. He was <laughs> box to box. I, this guy was at the concession stand flipping burgers. He was doing it all, dude. <laughs> he did everything in this game, bro. Amrabat, I think if I don't, if I remember correctly, was it at an Afcon or something? I think it was Afcon. He he's like, do you remember there was early on when VAR was first brought in? Um, no, that was a Tunisian team where he looked at the camera and he goes, uh, "Var is bullshit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Uh, there's I, another Amrabat then. That, yeah, yeah that, I think that's like dude's name. I think it's Tunisia where where they did that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, I, I'm, I'm like, this is the Amrabat that did that, right? This guy's a hero. Uh, but maybe <laughs> yeah. he's not. But that, that but became I'm, like a very famous meme too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but he had uh, uh, an incredible game, and he's been the 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 just the pillar of this Moroccan team. Just uh, I- incredible. So I'm glad I, my pr- prediction was correct because I I think there's a lot of people. Uh, a lot I saw this on Twitter as well. A lot of people were rooting for Morocco to win, but but also there were a lot of people rooting for Portugal to lose. Okay, so they See, this they, is the got, problem. They, <laughs> they have, got it all. <laughs> they Portugal get so much hatred because of Ronaldo. And yeah, also, dude. now that Portugal lost, I really want Messi to win the World Cup, dude. Bro, if if Messi wins a World Cup and 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 the last images of the World Cup for Cristiano Ronaldo we see are him crying walking into a locker room, for a lot of people it's going to bring them a lot of joy. I'm just saying. I'm 
I'm going to be pretty happy. Uh, I Look, I have no skin in the game, all right? Argentinians don't call themselves Latinos, you know what I mean? I don't necessarily want to. I'm sorry, Kevin. I don't want to uh, root for Argentina, but I really do want to root for Cristiano Ronaldo to have a bad day. You know what I mean? And there's no easier way for him to have a really bad day is him having to sign for Al Nasir immediately after... <laughs> Yeah. Immediately after Messi winning a World Cup, what he couldn't do. Cristiano Ronaldo in four years is going to be in the World Cup in Canada, Mexico, and the U.S. <laughs> begging to start. Right, right. He will um, not go away until he wins one if Messi wins one. He is, uh, what, 37? I, yeah, he's, I mean, look, I, I, the, the tears to me f seemed like he's accept. I mean, hopefully he's accepting. This is the last time I might be wearing a, a Portugal shirt. I don't know. Um, or at least maybe this is my last World Cup. Don't know. Uh, but it's a. I think we saw in this um, in this tournament that it, it the way the w coming into the tournament, t you know, doing the Piers Morgan interview. Just it, it, it's like realistically, if you know, we don't. I mean, I personally don't want to talk about this dude's ego or personal life that much but he is such a big you know story yeah, it's hard not to I, but he makes it he makes it about that i mean th that's that's his uh uh marketing style that's how i mean he, his fans his brand say this in our mentions and in our replies tell us this has nothing to do with his his personality is what's making this interview he's telling the truth about manchester united and it's like yeah. you know his fans won't see past it but those of us Who've broken out of that uh, that yeah, yeah. Uh, you know cult? We can see <laughs> that it's even when he's pouting, because other players pout when things don't go their way. But when he's pouting, you realize he's so influential in that team, or maybe he used to be. It feels like that's not the case anymore. But he was so influential on that team that it means more when he pouts. Like you're affecting other players, like sort totally. of confidence when you're doing it. Body language, you know. Yeah. It it it, it affects. Um, how how much of uh, an effective leader you are, but I and um, I want to talk about this because we we didn't talk about it um, yesterday, which was the uh, and we'll get to England France in a moment, but the yeah. Lionel Messi the 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 scenes after the 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 penalties the for between uh, Argentina and Netherlands, it, there was a lot that came out afterwards. Emmy um, Martinez. Uh, saying like uh, I effed you twice to I think to <laughs> to Louis Van Hall or something. Yeah. So he he's screaming at the Netherlands bench, and the, there was there were so many issues. Uh, uh, um, Sergio uh, Sergio Aguero got into a thing with the uh with the Dutch player. Um, no, well the that Veghorst wanted to shake hands with Messi, and Messi denied him. Yeah. So Veghorst, who again. Is not just taller than everyone else. He is so much taller than Messi and Sergio Aguero. He's like bent over being pretty aggressive. He's been disrespected. He simply wants a handshake. Maybe but he sees him as a legend. No, but the, Go ahead. So, but the reason they didn't want to shake hands with them because of what, and we really didn't see this much on the broadcast, but the, the, the Netherlands players were uh, kind of harassing all the penalty kick takers before they were, as they were walking up, we see it on like the, the aerial cam 
And there's like four or five Dutch players as the uh, as as Lautaro Martinez is walking forward, as Enzo Fernandez is walking forward, and it was getting to the point where it's ridiculous. There was a yellow card given by the referee, and and again the cameras didn't really capture this during the game, so you didn't really know exactly why somebody gave the yellow, but you saw somebody talking to an Argentinian player as they were walking. But when you see it on the SkyCam, bro, the the Netherlands players were being wild disrespectful. I mean, but they were also. Emmy Martinez is also doing the same thing. And also, at that point, dude, it's a World Cup. Expect a little gamesmanship. You feel me? I, I mean, but if it got to the point where it, it's, they're getting yellow carded for it, they, they're going too far. So I understand. You kind of expect it from goalkeepers a little bit. You, uh, the, the, the Netherlands goalkeeper got, you know, got, was in mess, literally in Messi's face as he's standing over the ball. Um, so it's not unheard of. But, but Messi I, turned the corner. Right, right. So the, the main you thing you saw him it, in the interview where he was like, "Gases, bobo, bobo." But so this Bro. is a this is a different Messi. We're not used to seeing this. Messi went up to Louis Van Gaal and did this and yeah. waved at him, which only tells me one thing: is that Messi's really prepared for Miami now. I mean, this guy gets it, bro. If you're going to be around these petty Latinos, my G, you need Dude. to be getting in people's faces. <laughs> okay? Imagine just Lionel Messi stuck in traffic, all right? right? <laughs> or Lionel Messi getting his bill at Versailles a little too late. <laughs> He's going to ask for the manager, bro. <laughs> we are in Karen Messi era right now. So this is this is why I think they um, they have a very strong chance. Look, they're... Their semifinal against Croatia, you have to favor Argentina, especially if they're they're coming in with this kind of, uh, you know, swag a little bit like, all right, yo, no one's going to push us around. Look, they gave up those two goals to, to, to send it to extra time and went to penalties, but they did what they had to do. And when you have Emi Martinez uh, as, your, as your goalkeeper, and if it goes to penalties, I feel like you're going to have to favor him right now. But I just wanted to make sure uh, we, we spoke about that because Messi is, is just on – He's a new he's a new guy right now, uh, and yeah, and if it feels like they 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 have their he's got eyes zero locked on the final, give. he's got zero fucks to give now. Bro. <laughs> Let's go. I do um, want to ask you about this because the Portuguese team, it seems like there's a lot of players that have upped their value outside of obviously you know the the Ronaldo circus. A lot of people talking about Ramos, but I I was trying to look for it before when you were speaking, and I can't seem to find it on transfer market. But I think Zhao Felix's contract expires this year yeah i think it's at the end of this year uh i don't know if it's at the end of this year but it's coming up soon i know um there's it's getting to the point where his value is is becoming so high that atletico has to sell him like there's just you know there's just no other uh you know it would be ridiculous to keep him that's but also they're not even playing him at, at atletico madrid i mean the guy's not getting that much opportunities. Apparently him and Simeone don't get along. Oh, yeah, I've heard things like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's happening, but, I mean, again, we've heard the name Zhao Felix for so long. He's 23 years old. He's a kid, and yeah, I, dude. He went a period, he went, he went over, he went through a period where it wasn't looking great, but now the kids look pretty incredible in this World Cup. Yeah, I, he has, and um, I think the, you know, I, that, that's sort of what the, this is what I like about the World Cup, that it, it, it is simply... Uh, I think I've made this comment before, but like you could just inflate your value. You could just infl- you could just have a couple good oh. touches, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, why? Where? Why has this guy not been on our radar?" Yo, right? Valladolid's old desktop 
you know, bringing <laughs> Dell computer. <laughs> All of a sudden, the vibrating compact, off compact the compact presario <laughs> is bro, going wild. They, they right got now. an HP, bro. <laughs> they got, they got a dusty ass HP. They got a Costco. You know what I mean? And that thing is lighting up right now. Yeah, yeah. Because of the center back. I mean, it's, yeah. This is an opportunity. It's one of my favorite things. And by the way, when you one of these like a Hamas Rodriguez, you're gonna buy him and you're gonna be like, this ain't this ain't the guy we bought. What happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I do the thing you did before yeah, in yeah. the World Cup. <laughs> so uh, look, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely he's not a player that we don't know or whatever or we know what he's capable of. But yeah. maybe I I think playing at Atletico, playing in such a defensive system, you 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 can you gotta take the, take the reins off. Bro, Diego, I'm yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to I'm trying to shine, and no players can go shine out there. Bro, let my man dance a little, dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you they got had, them running laps in the game. Who, who bro? came from? Uh, Partey came from Atletico, right? To when before he went, he was at Arsenal. He yeah, yeah, at, yeah. Tom, uh, Thomas Partey. Yeah, I was trying. I was like, that's structure. Structure guys, you know, guys. That's that, where you you get defensive midfielder or back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why and Antoine Griezmann went to Barcelona. Nah, bro, Dusty. didn't work. It didn't work out. Dusty, they were like, bro. "Nah, bro, you you still you you too old. You stuck. You, I can't teach this old uh, dog new tricks." That's yeah. <laughs> Anytime I hear the word Griezmann, all I think about is Nigerian scams <laughs> and his <laughs> relentless pursuit. <laughs> Somebody, oh. I, uh, Aaron West, put like all like the African players that have done really well at the beginning of the World Cup, mm -hmm. and uh, like this person, he would put like the player's name and like the one thing they did really well, and he put like love seeing my people shine. Nigerian scams quote tweeted that, but Antoine Griezmann doing the Dougie in the locker room, <laughs> black excellence. <laughs> and Aaron West replied, "I hate you, bro. Uh, he's <laughs> never a, let it go, Tosin. I love is, you, bro. Uh, everybody know Antoine Griezmann is a black king. All right, bro. We, know, we support Listen, him. <laughs> you did this to yourself, Antoine. <laughs> uh, which one we call it? And uh, you know what I would go back to is uh, was it Stromae who did the Ale 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 the um no no it's, that's uh the the song the yeah for, uh, uh, uh that's uh yeah. his name is veja dream that's it yeah so when they were walking around the stadium which is like to me one of the most iconic moments in the sport when they're going around the, the stadium and as he's calling the players they're dancing Right. And they, the Griezmann part is like mad quick. Like Griezmann. All right. Hey, yeah, yeah. Back, to, <laughs> back to the black players. <laughs> but that's, like, I mean, that's, that's why the song uh, is uh, so incredible. It's just, it's, it's, it, it still it, slaps. The, the song is incredible, but it is, uh, it is, we, the, it, he's not hiding who he's favoring or who he's supporting at oh, the, no, no, no. the French national team. <laughs> not at all, bro. There, it's very like, he's like, and it's on Griezmann's there. Anyway, Pogba. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it, he has, he has individual lyrics for every, uh, black player. And then right. he has the, 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 the met, like not the melody. What's the, the bridge is sort of like, he just throws in all the white players. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, here yeah. too. But yeah, yeah. I think Sharud is the only one they, they gets a little bit more love than everyone else. <laughs> um, but, uh, which we call it. So I, obviously that's, that's one of the moments that I love. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. 
The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Uh, but I do want to talk about the relief I felt mm. watching England lose, speaking of the French national team. I, I, so I, I was... Um, uh, Happy is not the, the 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 feeling necessarily that England relieved. Lost. It's a relief. relief. I I did want it to go to extra time though. I think this game deserved. I wanted I wanted more soccer. Okay, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's I, football, mate. <laughs> <laughs> because um, look, I I I don't want France to win uh the World Why? Cup again. Why? Why? Why do you hate? I just want to see somebody else win. Let's go Morocco. Morocco. Let's go be crazy. Morocco won. Um, crazy is the right word for it. Yeah, yeah. It would be it would be Greece in the 2004 Euros. Bro. <laughs> so I mean that semifinal is gonna be crazy. Morocco, uh, France. But yes. Um, well, we can break down the game uh, a little bit um, because the I thought overall I thought England were the better team. They uh, so England were the more dangerous team. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, there was like what uh, somebody said that uh, Gareth Southgate for the last two years has been coming up with an anti uh, uh, Mbappe plan, like how to stop Mbappe for two years. I got to say, job well done, dude. He was he was relatively ineffective. In a way where it's like, let's triple Michael Jordan because we don't think Scottie Pippen going to yeah, go stop yeah. us. It was. It felt a lot like that, but Giroud, bro. I, I mean, people. Bro, Kevin Giroud, uh, Chuamani, bro. What no, the Chuamani goes great. Go but that's <laughs> that's where I was actually sitting there thinking, like, if you need you need your center back to have a cannon to beat this team, then they're probably doing better than you think. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, he's not a center back, but he is Chuamani, defensive midfielder. Yeah, defensive midfield. Yeah, yeah, but he uh, that shot was spectacular. I uh, Jude Bellingham. It was one time. Yeah, I Jude, mean, it was just he took one touch. He took one touch, but not not to. I I just I was did impressed. He? Yeah, he did. He took one t one touch to. Uh, I'll, I'll do the uh, the he did the prep touch. Uh, you know, <laughs> he did the let's put this down touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did that, and then um, he then he uh, he took that shot, and I was just I was genuinely surprised he managed to put that much like torque and hit it and that keep hard. it down. Yeah, and keep it down. And uh, look, it went uh, it went between Jude Bellingham's uh, legs, and which is which is why I think Jordan Pickford wasn't kind of more uh, uh, wasn't better positioned because he just didn't think the ball would probably go in that uh, that that direction. There were just there were too many bodies in front of it, and but an absolute crack, uh, an incredible goal, wonder goal, a great celebration too. Well, he's like. Yeah, yeah. He touches he pointed his at temple. his uh, temple. 
Why, why is that a great celebration? In, it just because it, it felt stoic. They were like, he stood like a boom. And then all of a sudden, all the players rushed behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty great. Pretty cool moment. <laughs> I also I also just love I just love the idea that, you know, England was the better team, but just couldn't put it away. Harry Kane against his teammate scores yeah. the first penalty. Sure. Harry Kane really, I think, has only scored penalties, right? No, no. He scored in the last match. Um, uh, but. The he second time, score. this is his only. No, I think this was scored, his first goal. No, Wait. no, he scored. He scored in the uh, the big win, not the first one. But uh, what was the uh, what was the last game that they played? Uh, oh, God, I, I can't. Remember. I don't remember. Um, Senegal. He okay. Scored. Did he score? He scored yeah, at the end of the score. first half. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. But what I love about this was the gamesmanship. I don't know if you saw, the camera was on Harry Kane the entire time of the second penalty, and he just kept his eyes down. He would not look up at Hugo Lloris. Yeah. Right? And again, his teammate probably practices penalties against him for what? How long? We did this last, like, we did this a while back. Hugo Lloris has been at Tottenham since, like, 2010, right? Yeah. Some they, crazy uh, number They mentioned like on the broadcast. I think they've both, uh, they've been teammates, I think, for 10 years, something, something along crazy. those lines. Crazy. Yeah. They know each other inside out. The thing that Hugo Lloris did, which was absolutely insane, is the moment Harry Kane looks up, he faints to the way Harry Kane's going to go. Yeah. And that's why Harry Kane second-guessed himself, and that's why he gave a gift to someone sitting in row 48. Because very, that very moment of, of, like, you're looking at him and you're just like, bah, oh, I know you're going to go that way, and Harry Kane's like, ah, I got to switch it up, bro. And, oh, by the way, the memes going around saying, I really hope Harry Kane doesn't get racially abused after this. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. And this is a reminder as to why I root against the England team. <laughs> it's not just some of the fans. And look, we've got friends and fans of this show, which are heartbroken right now because they are big England fans. I've got friends over in England that were really hoping this team would do well. And honestly, pretty, pretty well skilled. I don't know what they're going to look like in four years, but this was probably their best opportunity to win a World Cup in a very long time. And I still, because of that one core of your fan base that refused to let us say the word soccer. Even though you all <laughs> that will get on our ass, that don't believe any of our players are good until y'all can't beat us. And then two weeks after that, y'all still, y'all go back to talking shit about us. So sorry, Jamal. <laughs> but England uh, lost. It's not coming home. It's never coming home. Yeah, dude. Uh, the, um, yeah, look, even the, the, the fact that they called that penalty is I mean they look England was getting chance after chance and that that I wouldn't say it was soft. Wait, you didn't think that shoulder check was a penalty? No, no, no. I'm just saying I'm, like the fact that they got it was a gift, right? Like the fact that uh, uh, France and uh, and uh, Theo Hernandez uh, or Teo Hernandez did that is like the the stupidity is remarkable that they even got the opportunity to 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 get that penalty. Um, just their look, whole back line was acting up quite a bit this game. I mean, Upa Meccano for, yeah, Upa Meccano for everything, uh, for everything we've heard about him for years. I believe he was with Real, uh, not Real, uh, Rebel Le Leipzig. Uh, absolutely yeah, one of the a, biggest names. Bayern one now. of the biggest. He's Bayern now. Huh? Yeah, he's at Bayern now. But mm -hmm. I remember when he was back there, I mean, everybody was talking about this guy. Yeah. I wanted Arsenal to get him. Uh, they obviously didn't go after him. But he he had a what a weird game he had. He was making some really rash tackles. Yeah. It's almost like he like everyone else was like, guys, let England you know bottle it themselves. And he heard, go after them. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah. It uh, it was a 
um, yeah, I wouldn't say France played uncharacteristically. I thought they were still pretty um, sharp. I and I thought, you know, Rabio, Rabio also. I'm like, when he had that chance, when there was like that that miscue, and he had that run through the middle in this in the beginning of the second half. Mm-hmm. I'm like, has Rabio always been this fast? Why is he so fast? I don't remember him being this. He fast. got them. He got them wild long legs too. <laughs> it looks like he goes shoulder to like leg. You no know tor- I mean? He's like, I don't need torso. All right, yo, I'm, I'm my all quads. Abs, they're on my thighs, dude. <laughs> Move out of the way. <laughs> um, but I, I thought he had a, a a great game. I thought Griezmann had a great game, and, and um, again, Giroud gets the the game winning goal. Um, but there's something timeless about the way Giroud is playing in this tournament. Like he's, it's a lot like Messi in the sense that like, look, I'm going to do the three things I do well. Yeah. I'm not the guy in the past anymore. I'm the guy who does these things. It feels like, uh, like it feels like slot town with better knees. You know what I mean? Sure, like, sure. yo, I'm going to do this one, but yo, he's just, dude, this guy will find a way to head the ball from the oddest thing. It's like, dude, you could have kicked that dude. Yeah. Get off the ground. He He's just one of those, um, uh, dudes who is always. He just knows where to put himself. He just is always in the right position. The ball somehow always finds him. Uh, yeah. it, it is he, the you know the, the the chicharito in him. Uh, it's 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 remarkable. But and the fact that they can't they know what he does and they can't stop it just shows how incredible of a talent uh, he is. So um, I still think look, it, it, it feels like France. You know, to win a World Cup, you need a little bit of obviously uh, heart and 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 skill and a little bit of luck. I thought France got a little lucky here, um, especially after they uh, did what they had to do. Yeah, yeah. So this was the game they. they uh, this was probably the toughest team they they'll have to face in yeah. in the entire World Cup. So even if they make it to the final, so, so this is it. Three matches now left to decide. Well, four if you count the third place game. Uh, <laughs> three matches left to decide the winner of this whole thing. We've got your semifinalists, Argentina versus Croatia and France versus Morocco. Mm. Everybody who's bracket, who got the Bro. bracket? Show me the Yo. bracket. <laughs> You said that last time. <laughs> Imagine you actually got this bracket, bro. I'm, you got to be like one of these people who very covered your eyes and just started tapping buttons. It's the Yo, only way you, you got this. If you, if you got the bracket, right, you are the squid that chooses the World Cup winners. You're, <laughs> yeah. You are literally an octopus. Right. If you got this bracket, then I know your kid grabbed the iPad <laughs> and just started with dirty fingers touching stuff. I know it because you couldn't have picked this. Um, shouts to Croatia, too, who I don't think we talked enough about. But did the thing. They're there, Argentina. Look, I said there's no way Luka Modric is he's too old to get to this point. And this man has played 7,520 minute <laughs> matches this in this World Cup. He's been absolutely incredible. But what do we think? What do we think? Who's the what's the final? Again, for those of you paying attention, those of you who aren't, it's Argentina versus Croatia and it's France versus Morocco. Um, yeah, it's it feels like we're we're gonna have an Argentina France final. Uh, it feels like it, but if it's Croatia, Morocco, oh boy, then uh, <laughs> this, then you might as well just shake hands I, and say, "All right, I'll see you at the penalties," <laughs> and then you guys just kind of kick about. You know what I mean? This game could be 15 minutes long. Just do the penalties, <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> let's. Why do all the running? Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't. I don't envision any more upsets. Um, I think France are. Wait, you have to quantify what you just said. I'm not going to let you off the hook. So you think France and Argentina are going to get through, but no more upsets means 
you favor one of those people to win the World Cup, um, France or Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and and Ooh. so I, I think if it's France and Argentina, I think France wins it easily. I don't think I look. I believe there's Argentina is playing a rather rudimentary style. They're playing like again, chickens without a head. I know some of you said that's not a real thing. Please, everybody, anybody listening to what Alexis is about to say about Argentina's playing style, calling it rudimentary. Please, yes. Whatever he says after this, I need his inbox bombarded. Tweet at him. Tweet at Bro. us. Let everybody know what you think, because I'm. I cannot wait for this opinion. Bro. You're about to hear this is a real this is a real take a breakdown of of how the team plays. It's rudimentary in the sense that it really feels like, hey, each of you do something good when you get the ball and we'll the rest of us will figure it out. Uh, the plan, obviously, is to make sure that Messi doesn't overextend himself and it's working. It looks good. The one thing is they're not very good at holding on to a lead, uh, two nil lead. And they look like they're down by three. Uh, it's not it's not fun. It doesn't look good. But the thing about it is, even with Messi kind of being mean and nasty now, there's a new attitude with this Argentinian team. If Lautaro Martinez is the one scoring the winning penalty, you know something special is happening. <laughs> and I do not think. I also think it will be Argentina versus uh, France in the final. And I honestly, look, as much as I've been saying France was going to win this whole thing, the storyline is just too good. The planets are just aligning in a way that makes it absolutely perfect for Lionel Messi to win a World Cup in his final time that he can, his final opportunity to do it. So while I agree with you that France absolutely should win easy, look at how they made England look. <laughs> and that is kind of scary. And England ain't got no Messi, bro. Okay. Um, All they got is a Maguire. And that's nowhere near the, as good. So the one thought given that Argentina and France are going to be facing teams that are somewhat similar in in playing style I would say Croatia probably higher quality than than Morocco Croatia has a better midfield than Morocco so I think Argen Morocco has a better backline Argentina are going to have a very tough time beating Croatia but I do think they mm -hmm. will um, the other thing is Croatia don't die they just keep <laughs> sticking around until the end yeah yeah um I Luka Modric looks 65 years old <laughs> but croatia are going to um they 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 don't have the um uh, the the lineup uh, they can't bring in uh you know a six foot six striker uh you know to 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 make it a little bit difficult for argentina they still have they have very good players and and it, it is going to be a little challenging for argentina even just athletically matching up but i i do think Argentina are just uh, way too skilled and Messi's Messi and he's going to do what he always does. Um, but I think so you think Messi gets to the final and loses to France. I think so. I, I, I just it, it's not even just about Messi. I just think the Argentinian team can't um, can't match up with France. Uh, if, if France make it to the final, I think they're, they're way too good. They're you, you're going to have the same things. You're going to have to worry about Giroud. You're going to have to worry about Mbappe. Uh, and and if, if France plays the way they played against England. I think they beat Argentina. That's just, yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun one. Look, I, I just want to make sure we avoid Morocco versus Croatia. Sorry, Matt Pavic. <laughs> uh, that's just that's not a final I want to watch. I'd rather watch the third place game. Uh, look, uh, it's a, I, I like the, at least the 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 France Morocco uh, um, storyline is also very like 
what is it? It's something like Morocco's defeating everybody, like in the Iberian Peninsula or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, they're yeah, coming yeah. after everybody. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're on a mission of retribution. They're out <laughs> to defend their father. To, what was it? Uh, avenge their father's death. Right, basically. right. Like in those old movies. Don't they? Um, I think isn't French a? I don't know if it's a, a national language in Morocco, but a lot, I think a lot of people do speak it there. They have a history with France. Yeah, yeah. For so. Sure. Uh, it's so the the games are going to be entertaining. I think that one uh, uh, definitely the 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 storyline is pretty good uh, as well. So um, those uh, December thirteenth and fourteenth uh, are those uh, semifinal matches, and uh, so we'll be back in the studio on Tuesday. And when hopefully I'm there. I mean, I still tested positive again for the uh, for the COVID, uh, but hopefully I I mean I feel fine. But you know how these diseases are nowadays. They you know they don't want to go anywhere. They linger. They're like Luka Modric. They won't go away. <laughs> okay. I got the Croatian COVID. You know. Damn. Okay. Yo, COVID, the best midfielder in history, bro. Bro, box to box. How are you? You're not tired, Jeez. dog? <laughs> Damn, yo, you got that Real Madrid. Um, so uh, so we'll be back on Tuesday uh, with uh, another World Cup daily. Uh, these episodes are winding down, but they've been fun. Uh, as hell. So thank you so much uh, for joining us. As always, uh, follow us on all social platforms at Soccer Cooligans. Uh, leave a review of the podcast if you have not. Um, uh, we've got a, a lot of really fun uh, reviews. Uh, can I pull one up? I probably don't have enough time. I'll do it tomorrow uh, on the next episode. The uh, and and yeah, just again, our final thoughts. If you have not uh, listened to our, our episode about uh, Grant Wall, please uh, go do that. It, it's um, you know the the. We, we, you know, we are doing our jobs and we have to uh, clearly continue uh, covering uh, the World Cup as a lot of other journalists are and a lot of content creators and people. And this is a difficult time, I think, for everyone. So it's a, you know, we, we go in more detail in that episode, but we just want to, you know, let everybody know we're obviously uh, thinking about Grant and his uh, family and, you um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's difficult, but we're we're all uh, powering through. And uh, by the way, thank you to whoever put flowers on Grant Wall's seat at the press box. That was a beautiful thing. Right. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Harry, uh, the best producer in the game, uh, for finding a way to get here and to do everything uh, and, and make sure that this virtual episode works. Uh, thank you ever again. Uh, all Gully Squad members, shouts to Gully Squad. Uh, you guys have been absolutely amazing. Thanks for all the messages you've sent. Uh, hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. I know this was difficult for us to do, but enjoy. Take care. We love you guys. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.